Chapter 3 Morning came too soon as Christy woke with a splitting headache from too much wine and not enough water. Dehydrated, and sawed in the creases the bedding left imprinted on her skin. Thankful that Sherry helped her move her things from Stephen's room to the guest room, she went to shower in her own private bathroom. After her shower, she walked from her room to the kitchen in only her bra and panties and froze in surprise. Stephen stood by the counter, pouring two glasses of orange juice. Uh, good morning. He pushed a cup in her direction, gave her body a once-over, and then averted his gaze. Sorry, I didn't know you were here. I would have dressed. She stepped forward and took a quick sip from her glass. I'll be right back. She didn't feel embarrassed by being half-naked in front of him, only uncomfortable. Her body wasn't his to look at anymore. But she did sense his gaze on her ass as she walked away. So she walked slowly, letting him get one last look at what he'd never have again. Closing her bedroom door, she felt a little awkward over being drunk around him last night. She slowed her pace, giving him time to leave. She rarely acted that way before. She always drank responsibly and never had more than a slight buzz. Remembering their conversation the night before, her stomach nodded. She thought about her life without him, and then her nerves settled when she recalled they'd still be friends. What they had might be over, but the times they did have were special. When she opened her bedroom door, the scent of bacon and eggs tickled her nose. Stephen? Yes? You're still here? She edged towards the kitchen, tucking her hair in a clip. I'm going in late today. I wanted to make sure you were all right. I made breakfast. He gave a lopsided smile. She stood there, mouth parted, not knowing what to say, and just stared at him. Who was this man, and what did he do with her ex? Christy? He walked over to her and waved a hand in front of her face. She blinked. Isn't the point of breaking up to move on and put some distance between each other? Well, yes, but we're still friends, so that makes our situation a little unusual. Come eat before it gets cold. Stephen headed toward the table. She couldn't move, so he came back around behind her and nudged her in the direction of the food. I still don't get it, she mumbled. Okay, I talked to Sherry this morning and asked her how she thought you were doing. He continued to lead her to the dining room. I explained we were going to remain friends. She's against that decision, by the way. But we both love you and want to make sure you're handling this. You had absolutely no right to bring her into this mess. She slammed her hand on the table and walked away. Before leaving the room, she turned around unable to let it go and charged right back over to where she had left him. What is this all about? What is it you want from me? She jabbed her pointer finger to his chest. Sherry said she didn't think you were dealing with our breakup. That you were avoiding your feelings and you had no breakdown or emotional upset. Nothing. I don't think that's healthy. Hell, I even cried. His cheeks flushed slightly with his admission. You did? Her eyes popped open wide. Yes, I did, he nodded slowly. Her chest felt heavy at his words, almost painfully. Sorry, I guess I'm wired different. I don't feel a need to cry. I'm disappointed, but not sad. At some point, it will hit you. I want someone to be there for you when it does. Promise me, if no one is around, you'll call me. Whatever, she said, throwing her hands up in the air. She turned to leave again. Stephen strode up in front of her and grabbed her by the arms. Promise me. With the firm set of his mouth, he gave her a good squeeze. Her heart boomed in her chest. His firm hands on her and the aggressive tone he took just about undid her. She gasped in acknowledgement as wetness pooled between her legs. I... I promise... Now let me go. I have appointments to keep today. He hesitated a moment 
and then released her. What the hell? 